This show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer, it's me, Russ the Faceview. I'm joined by Byron, Turquoise Ord, and Terry, the Careless Whisper Pike. <laughs> right, Love it. exactly. Do, 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 do. Let's not do that. Right, in this show, we are going to tell you what the best Age of Sigmar army is for yep. winning in match play. Of all time ever. It is the best army, and it's the only army you will ever need. TM. Disclaimer maybe you will need a new army at some point. It's Beastman. It's Brayherd. It's Brayherd. Bray Get on the bundle. Um, so this the title of the show is a little bit clickbaity on purpose. Actually, we want people to look at this and go, uh, tell me what the best army is. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about... We're going to tell you. Yeah, we are. We're going to tell you about what we think is the best army in Age of Sigma right now. Um, so right now... Um, I would believe that the best army in Age of Sigmar is Disciples of Zinch. Yep, totally agree. There you go. So if you don't play Disciples of Zinch, rush out there, buy the models, get them painted, and and win because it's Warhammer with stabilizers on. Isn't that yep. right, Byron? In the form of Destiny Dice. Should we talk about the, the fundamental reasons why they are so incredibly strong? I mean, I think it's, for us, it's fairly obvious. It might, might be for everyone, might not be for everyone, but there's, to me, there are, there's three key aspects, I think, um, that make Disciples feel, I, I thought the moment that book came out, they were ridiculous, and I'd only read about a quarter of it. Um, someone explained to me what Destiny Dice did. And it just blew my mind because this game is about managing probability and they ensure probability. Um, yeah, so De- just... Destiny Dice is probably the first thing. We'll just we'll go on to the next. I guess I can kind of think what your next two are going to be. But... Skyfires and Skyfires. <laughs> should, we, should, we, should we say what Destiny Dice actually do? Yeah, that's what I thought we'd get into Destiny Dice first. Um, so Destiny Dice, why is it so good? You touched on it already. They guarantee you things so in any um age of not a bit like poker it's about making consistent good decisions and getting you know playing the odds destiny dice just completely throw that out the window and go you don't need to play the odds because you just know you know it's gonna happen it's so like you, being dealt a hand and then you can just look through the rest of the deck and pull out the cards you want yeah, instead you know what you're gonna Cheating. hit on the river so yeah. you just play accordingly and it's that kind of um power to say, and the opponent can't do anything to mitigate those dice. They can't take those dice away from you. They can't stop you using them. You're basically going to go, I will get this charge. I know I can do this. It's guaranteed. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. I will definitely make this armor save. It doesn't matter. I mean, yes, it's a limited resource, but what a resource to have. It's just but it's super replenishable. powerful. Yeah, it's it not, is, fully, not, not fully limited either. Um, I mean, first of all, 
Uh, how does one acquire these fancy Destiny dice? Um, you just take Zinch Allegiance. You just be Zinch okay. Allegiance. So what, what actually happens? For people you, who don't know... Like, you roll, you the... basically, after you've set up, you roll nine dice. They go into a pool, and you can use those dice to replace um, save rolls, hit rolls, wound rolls... Um, Anything but the turn roll? Modified run. damage rolls, not anything. No, run, run rolls, charge. charge rolls. There's nine things you can use them for, so... I think it's like battle shock is another one and damage yeah. also, but you can't use battle shock's a do... big one as well. So, um, just to clarify as well, you don't get to roll your dice and be like, ah, I failed. I'm going to use this dice. You have to allot one of your dice and say, instead of choosing to roll this dice, I'm going to use this dice here with yeah. this number on it. But I mean, like, um, there's there's so many things you can do. Like, I need dispel to go off. Well, if I pick a four, then. I'm definitely going to roll a one, so I'm going to get five, which is all I needed to cast the spell that I needed, so it's going to go off. Especially if you're a Lord of Change, you just pick a six and it's a double six. Yeah, you can't be Because the other dice equals the higher dice, so you're like, well, cool, and I've got plus one for my command ability, so I'm on a 13, probably in Arcane Terrain. I'm on a 14, good luck. (laughs) Well, 12's enough, really, isn't it? (laughs) If if they want to try and, you know... Get, go for the dispel or the unbind you, you just make it impossible for them so but. destiny dice is a massive part of why zinch are really really powerful now yeah. what there's, i would say the other I just gonna say i think there's two sides to it because you can i think the side that people don't talk about enough well it's obvious that you can you can choose your luck bunny is by by just allotting this thing instead of using probability you know exactly what's going to happen but also their get out of jail free cards for when you make absolutely colossal mistakes um so it's not just like oh I'm, i want to guarantee this ridiculous 11 inch charge done it's i completely left my lord of change open and someone got a stone horn in uh well luckily i got two sixes so i can definitely be alive on those that's, honestly. Six, that's six damage i'm not taking yeah it's crazy. It's just absolutely mental. So rather than, yeah, I think people kind of get caught up in the you can definitely plan your stuff, but when things don't go according to plan, you've got this little golden resource of stabilizers. Yeah, of a pop test that bring you back models or just ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. And I think that's, yeah, it's, uh, feels naughty. Yeah, and I think they are, this extremely, extremely good. I mean, the, the also what you get from a Zinch army, and I think it's one of the key, the key things is probably the best chaff in the game. That um, was going to yeah. be my second thing that I said. You, I kind of almost knew that. Um, you basically get the horrors splitting shenanigans, which not only are horrors super effective for their points, they're good objective holders. They got spells. They um, have a shooting attack. They've got high bravery. They're just really good value for their points. And then not only that, when they start to die, you can go, well, I've got a one in my destiny pool. That before I can get more models back. Oh, wait, I can also then create a new unit of blue horrors um, based off of what you've killed. And then I can put them in a place which is either going to give me more bodies around the objective or is going to um, tag something 2.9 inches away so they're now engaged in combat and if they pile in they're only going to get one or two guys in. Super, super powerful. Um, They're used in lots of formations. Um, They're just really, really good and their battle line 
Um, and we're not even talking about how good brimstone horrors are for the points for just getting sheer number of bodies on the table, which is really strong right now uh, with the gem- new General's Handbook scenarios. Um, just really, really good troops that that give you so much for so little investment and you need to buy battle line anyway so you might as well get something that does something right i mean horrors are just combo, fantastic they combo incredibly well with exactly uh, two playstyles that the army can have which are both doing damage at range either by spells or by shooting and then you've just got these little crappy men standing in the way and again if you make a mistake and you you position slightly wrong when they die you can put some people in the right place they're like um, chumba wumba just get back up again right yeah, yeah, get exactly. my, like get back up again, but go and stand. Is it six inches in that direction? I guess nine inches from the um, where they die. Oh, it might be six. I'm not sure, but they got they got a little bit of a um, a errata uh, recently because uh, you could string them, curtail them a little bit, but um, <laughs> yeah. they're still super super strong. Um, and you know this this is probably the the next thing that that, that makes Lynch so good. Um, I mean, let's not even talk about the spells, the mortal wound output, the changeling. I mean, the changeling. What what is that about? It's like some scenarios, just like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna claim this objective, and you can't even hurt me. Like against stupid, right? One in five armies in two out of six scenarios. You're like, well, that's that's half of my strategy done in one model that cost a hundred points or something. Hundred and forty. Yeah, yeah. he's so good. He's awesome. And then, I mean, probably not much of a surprise to anyone out there right now. Probably the best war scroll in Age of Sigmar, and that's Skyfires. Screamers, Skyfires. They're like Screamers, but really good. Yeah, they're like Screamers, only not. Um, So Skyfires. They they're shooting at their speed, their shooting attack. The fact that you they synergize with, oh, uh, just put a shaman in, which is an effectively good. I mean, they went up in points a lot, but they're still worth it. Um, still relevant, and in combat, they're just ridiculous. When they go in, and it's like I can just um do all my attacks, like and reroll everything re-rolls to hit, reroll to wound. Why and not? Just doing d three damage, um, and with the with the actual fact you roll one dice and that's how many attacks all the discs in the unit do and uh, you know that that again can be pretty ridiculous if you roll a, you roll that five up um, I mean you could just take Kairos in there and just make sure you get that five up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good. if there's one combat where you need your unit of nine discs to just kill everything on the table in one round of combat why not <laughs> They combo nicely with fate dice, and you can put your eggs in one basket more readily in mm-hmm. this army because you got that pop start of the game. You get to see if you get those ones for those pop tests, or if you get those even fours for just for charges. Be like, oh, that's an eight, and I'm going to use these two dice. So I definitely make it. They definitely get in. They've already shot the unit to shit, and and the movement's sixteen, so you can actually yeah. go. Well, I've got an eleven in my pool. I can move 16, charge 11. I can basically know I can get here. Um, even on like scenario like Scorched Earth, I can guarantee to kill the unit on that objective and burn that objective on turn one. Um, and I've got a one in my pool ready for the battle shock when you attack me in your go. 
and I've already mystic shielded them, which I guaranteed because I used the dice on that and I really needed to get that off. Yeah. And now um, I'm in range to fold reality when there's one model and left and I get all of them back again. Six back because I took yeah. Kairos and I'm going to use it on that. So yeah, um, yeah. To be honest, like Sky Fires are just they're hard. They're hard to get rid of. There's a lot of wounds. Um, Super fast. They're really fast. They can shoot. They're good in combat. I mean, literally, just one of the best war scrolls in the game. Um, and all of this is then coupled with you can take other units with Mark of Zinch in the army. Um, you can now take Saul as an ally um, and take a Slaves to Darkness unit with the Mark of Zinch in your army and use him to move them around. Um, there's a lot of combos. There's a lot of things you can do. Yeah, that thing I wanted to do with the big unit of Chaos Warriors, shield them, teleport them bubble wrap your opponent's army so they can't move anywhere and then just shoot them off with all your mortal wound shooting and your magic and you know just gun line them in a bubble they can't get out of because they're stuck fighting chaos warriors and lords of change really good i mean like to be honest there's a lot of stuff in this army that makes it really strong we haven't talked about the change host but that's another formation which has got some real strength there um everything just works with like two other key aspects of the army they all kind of synergize and hold hands with each other very, very well. Exactly. So, Go on, uh, Summoner of Zinch. Oof. Why not? Just throw that really bad boy against, in there as well. Good against Hordes. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's... The, the thing about the Zinch army, it's very tricksy, and it kind of feels like it should be. Um, there are some things that make it pretty ridiculous. Um, what I would say about the... Zinch, and it's a bit like when you play online computer games. If you play anything like uh, World of Warcraft, they have what these thing called flavor of the month. Um, Zinch, disciples of Zinch, is is my flavor of the month army. So they're the one that is amazingly strong. Then right you hotness. Even though they've been out for a while, it takes a while for people to get stuff painted. And then, of course, there's been a new general's handbook, which they've survived um, very, very, very well. Um, so now is I think now is their time to shine as Blackout would indicate yep in we saw how many Disciples of Zinch are in that top 20 um, but what I would say about Disciples of Zinch is that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to stay at that level so yes they are at the moment really really powerful um, but I don't think they're the best army in Age of Sigmar what you're saying, Russ? You're saying they're not really the best. Did we lie to people? I am lying to you. Um, I think right now they are probably the easiest to play and probably the most powerful army um, if you wanted to do well right now. Like right now, them and Murder Host are up there on like the the derp levels. I still think they're better than Murder Host because they're basically against the Murder Host. They don't care. Um, I think the the Zinch army is at the moment in the current matter with what people are using in the UK the best army for match play Age of Sigmar. But but they are an army that is not flexible as some of us out there. And I think actually if you're out there and you think I want to collect an army which is going to be relevant throughout all the editions of the General's Handbook to have every option that I need to deal with any situation, whatever the meta is, 
there is one standout army, and that is... Facehammer is sponsored by Element Games. So for great customer service, all the latest Age of Sigmar releases at 20% off, and all your hobby needs, go to www.elementgames.co.uk. To support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. There is one standout army, and that is Stormcast Eternals. Yep. I think the Stormcast can't, can't Eternals disagree. are the best Age of Sigmar match play army, um, purely because you have a toolbox of solid stuff which can basically deal with anything in the game. And you can ally with any order army. You literally have so many options. Your army will... You can be flexible. You can adapt to the situation. It doesn't mean that the Stormcast army plays itself. It's a hard army to master. But it's a really, really strong toolbox. And if you understand the meta, what's out there, what you're going to face at an event... With the the Stormcast list and the allies you can pick, you should be able to make an army which can compete against any army you face. And I think that is why they are probably the strongest army and probably will remain the strongest army for a long time. Um, But they are not Warhammer Age of Sigma with stabilizers on like Zinchar right now. What are the key... The key traits that allow them to be such a flexible army, though. Um, I mean, people probably know from hearing Les talk about it, they have a Star Drake. Is that a good place to start? That's a pretty solid, dependable foundation point of a lot of lists. Well, I think you'll, it depends what's good right now. So if, if, like, hordes are really good right now, the Star Drake's really good against units. Um, it's a really strong in duality of death. Um, then you look at um, what else do they have that's good against hordes? Where well, they've got decimators, um, yep. you know, previously underused, yeah. in my opinion, and it, now just even more relevant. And even things like, okay, I've got hurricane crossbows. They're pretty good against big units of of sort of rubbish troops. Roll a lot of dice. You know, you you've got many options that you can use to kill big units with lots of good output. Um, you know, they've got Judicators are probably one of the best um ranged units in the game, um, for what they do. Uh they're really good. Um you've also got I mean there's they've got loads of good war scrolls. I mean like prosecutors are really good, liberators are solid. Um you know, then the heroes are really, really stand out. You know, you've got like the the or Venator, fifteen of them, or whatever. Yeah, or like fifteen. Yeah. So the Relict is really good. You've got a minus one to hit on there. You've got the Lightning Chariot, um, the Prayer. You have the Heal uh, as well as the Mortal Wound output poke from that. You also got the Castellant for the armor buff. You've got access to Wizards, which can buff your units, a bit like a Lawmaster and things like that, or even a Battle Mage or a Dark Elf Sorceress as allies. Um, Incredible traits and artifacts. Yeah, Staunch Defender is just absolutely amazing. It's just, just junk, isn't it? Why would you ever take that? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not just absolutely bonkers good. You've got anti, anti-shooting. You've got the Mirror Shield. You've got the Lantern, the Warding lantern as well 
Um, you've got some really strong formations. I mean, just to rattle off a few that people have been using, Skyborne Slayers is really good. Um, you've also got Vanguard Wing and the Aether Strike Force, the name three, which are have been seen use and have done well, but there's a lot of formations and we haven't seen all of them. Um, there's also a lot of War Scrolls that we haven't seen used um, in effective ways. Uh, but the, the point is, is that... It, you might say, okay, yeah, but they're, they've got low model count, but you can ally anything in with them, right? So if you need you models... 400 points for 60 skinks. Yeah, yeah, lots of skinks, yeah? So yeah. lots of yeah. skinks, or you could even go, all right, well, I want bodies, and I want bodies that do something, you know, which are, you know, there's lots of different choices you can put in for that. I mean, you could even ally in, like, Sky, you know, Sky Wardens, um, Kradron Sky Wardens, if you really want to. I'm not sure why you would, but if you wanted more shooting. Um, there's loads of options. There's, there's so much you can do. And literally, you will find that whatever happens, wherever things move, whatever new books come out, they will always be relevant. They're, they're always going to have a list. They're always going to have a build. Um, and they will probably have multiple builds and you know you've got lots of little tricks and synergies but they don't rely on them they're they're like a complement to the army rather than the, the actual the backbone of the army whereas zinch are combo tastic is the power whereas the power in stormcast is the solid reliable flexible choice of different things you and have you can drop your men's from the sky yeah and you've you've always got that option. Um, you Which literally gets around a lot of other like a lot of the things that would be key issues. If you looked at the list, if it couldn't do that, like the things you couldn't avoid or whatever, you just avoid by not being on the table. Or you look at scenarios and it's like, wait a minute, the fact that I can just drop my men at like just there's a cup, there's two out of the six scenarios where the fact that you can drop with flexibility from the sky is just nuts. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, okay. Well. Unless my opponent is also playing an army that's this flexible, so is playing Stormcast or Sylvaneth, I guess. There's not many other mm-hmm. things that can, can do it as much, then I am at an advantage just immediately. Yeah, and you can also put in things like uh, Huntsman. If if the meta is lots of armies that try and alpha strike you, like the Murder Host, or um, drop or from pop up from the ground or drop from the sky... You can take Huntsmen, which get a free move before the game as allies, and just put them on the in a big line and just move them before the game starts and block off half the table. And that's you're protecting your trick, and also your you've now got an answer for the murder host. You've now got you know that you've already you've you straight away you've got a powerful toolbox thing. It doesn't affect your elite abilities; they're fairly cheap. Um, you know, it's a bit like. A bit like the chaos factions that have access to night runners do the same yeah. thing. Or shooting never hurts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think I think the thing is like if 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 you want an army which is always going to be uh, solid, Stormcaster just a great choice. They just they just really are a great choice to take. Um, I think class yeah, name look good as well. That's a factor, right? Like if you want to if you want to have an army where you're like I I really think that having 15 of these dudes is what's going to make my army compete in what is the new hotness be against Zinch or whatever or whatever then the fact that you can have them on the table and looking great and enjoy the process is um, 
I'm not sure how much of a factor that is for everyone else, but that's really strong facts for me. It's just like, well, I've, I've built my 15 guys. They're really good, and I paint them up fast, and I'm still pleased with how they look, and they fit with all my other stuff. I think it's a big factor if you're um, if you're playing the... I'm going to a lot of tournaments, and I want to be keeping up with the meta. The speed it, to get the units done and on the table is a big factor. Um, and... You know, because at the end of the day, like, I mean, even if you just do a very simple spray it, retribute a gold, wash it, dry brush it, paint the trims and stuff, and do the bases, you could churn out units very, very quickly and um, be able to go. Well, I really need to paint this these guys for the next event. You know, you, you know, I really want some vanguard hunters or something. They don't not going to take you the like ages to paint, and and you you'll better get them done fairly quickly. Um, towards the elite side as well, don't they? Which always means you with your stormcast are going to be painting up less than if you are potentially less than if you're playing most other armies. It's not like oh god, I like suddenly I need sixty high elf spearmen because I think that that's what I need. You're going to be adding in models that um, point for point you get less dudes, but point for point all the models in Stormcast do what they do pretty well and pretty reliably. Yeah, and as well, I think the the good thing about Stormcast is there isn't a lot of special rules to remember. Um, they do have special rules and things that you can use, but they're not, I wouldn't say they're that intensive on the rules or the situations. They they have rules that are relevant a lot of the time, so it's not like a special rule that is only Maybe relevant occasionally. Or, yeah. yeah, but it's not It's not like some things have a very specific rule that has to be used at a very specific time yeah. or against a specific thing, whereas they're just reroll once. I can remember that because yeah. I'm going to use it every time. Or run and charge from the Herald or okay, or reroll charge rolls from the um, Vexler banner. I've, I, it's not hard to remember but when you've got something i don't know for example a plague priest has a very situational specific rule about being within 13 in the hero phase in and having to declare you're going to do it. it's a lot more sort of situational so you don't do it as often so you're more likely to probably forget as an option Whereas, so to concentrate a bit more, doesn't it? Yeah, if, your, exactly. if your guy always provides a buff, which you don't have to roll for for everyone with an axe, it's it's just a constant. It's there. It's not like oh god, I, I forgot my guy's not within this, so I need to do this, and then I have to roll two dice and see if I get a five plus. It's just my guys get plus one to their save because. And, um, and a lot of the abilities as well, they're not something you have to activate. It's not like you have to say, right, I'm going to declare this on this thing. It's just a thing that happens. Um, there are some. But most of them are, you know, just by being there, you know, just by having yeah. that weapon or having that that equipment. Um, but I think the the Stormcast book has got so many War Scrolls, so many choices, um, and formations, and you've then got all the allies to throw in. There isn't a mission where you're going to go. I don't physically don't have access to something which is good in this mission. That's oh, where are my hard factor. heroes, or yeah. where are my long-range shooting, or where are my fast units? You, you got them. They're there. You've got it. You've got cavalry. You've got infantry. You've got shooting. You've got mortal wound output. You've got resilient heroes. You've got things that do damage. You've got a way to alpha strike. You've got more. You know, you just, everything you need, you can pretty much get in your army. Now, you will obviously have to make choices about what you include because if you want everything, there was a point, right? So. You're going to say, well, actually, 
I can't fit it all in. But that's where the the kind of the skill comes in of the choice of how much of each thing do you need, if at all, and what redundancy can I have in my list? And that's what's really good about some of the units in Stormcast. They're multi-role. So, for example, if you take Fulminators, they have a multi- they do multiple things well. So, one, they have mortal wound output, which is really good. Two, they're really good at shock and awe, charging in and just wiping something out. They're actually really tanky, so they're really good at tying things up, and they're really good against shooting units. So they've basically got multiple things they can do. So when you get into a game and you think, I really need something to go and deal with you know that unit or i really need some mortal wounds to kill that one up ignore rend re-rolling ones treatment well i can charge my fulminators in knowing full well that they're probably not going to die from the tree lord's attacks especially if i put some buffs on them and then i will then in my next go be able to mortal wound breath that treatment off so i've got a mortal wound output from them and so they're relevant against many different builds and different armies. That makes Fulminators really strong. And they're actually really good against the prevalent stuff you see right now, which is things like shooting. So they're good against, again, they're good against hordes because they do a lot of damage on the charge. Uh, they're good against elite things because they've got more wound output. They're protected against shooting, which seems to be very popular at the moment. Um, but they do have their weaknesses. Um, but the point is, they have they don't just do one thing well. They're not that specialised. A lot of the Stormcast units have multi-roles. They're kind of all-round, which is what you want, because you want that flexibility, um, particularly in a, in a tournament situation, because you don't know what you're going to face. So you don't want to have a very specialist, my army's really good against this list, but if you don't play that list, then... <laughs> it's no good being amazing against the murder host if you never play it. You know, I mean, you, you plan for the the two or three lists out of the hundred that are there, but actually, some of the choices you've had to take to be able to deal with that that um, army has weakened you against other armies. Where Stormcast can kind of get away with, well, I've got stuff to deal with that, but actually, it doesn't really hurt me. Um, so it's a bit like you need to be able to deal... If you know you're going to an event, Dan Ford's there, and you want to win, you're probably going to end up playing him uh, at the moment. So you need to deal with his list. So you need a way to deal with the murder host. But you don't want to build a list that deals with the murder host but then can't deal with some of the other fish you might fight it's on the, the way before you get to him. To fight exactly. So, um, And I think that's why the Stormcast are very strong because they have that redundancy. We are able to do multiple things well um so i think it's it's the the skill comes on when you get into the table how you play with it and also what you've picked in your list um you've almost got a problematic amount of choice haven't you and i think yeah that's part of the danger is as well people think there's like three builds when there's probably about 20 (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and there's probably lots of stuff we haven't seen yet. I haven't seen anyone really using Paladors uh, and Vanguard, Hunt- Vanguard Hunters yet um, on the UK scene. I'm not saying that no one's using them. I've just not seen anyone doing well with them or using a build with the Lord Aquila. Or, you know, there's lots of stuff in the Stormcast faction that we haven't seen in competitiveness. Not seen that around. Yeah, That's exactly. Vanguard Wing, 30 Liberators could be a thing, just saying. But you, you, we haven't just because we haven't seen it, doesn't mean it isn't good. 
Um, and I think that's the other good thing about a Stormcast army. You can catch people out because people go, oh, it's Stormcast, right? But an Aether Strike list plays very different to Les's list, which plays very different to Skyborn Slayers, which plays very different to Vanguard Wing. So actually, yeah. I Stormcast, I know what they do, but actually, do I know what they do? Because I haven't played that build before, you know? That formation, the formation significantly changed, like fundamentally they changed a lot of things about it. When you've got someone uh, taking a f- or taking a charge move to run away from you um, and suddenly appearing 15 inches in a completely different direction, it's just like, well, uh, what? Um, there's a lot of a lot of key key things that someone explains to you and you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. And then it happens on the table and you're like, oh, no, now I get it. That's really, really good. Yeah, and it's like even like the Vexler banner, people have kind of forgot how powerful that is. <laughs> and and with the change to the FAQ where you can pull units out of combat and then charge something else, um, you know, th- and you get to reroll charges if you're within the range of that banner, um, that's really strong, you know. Um, and even the and you've got the heraldors allow you to retreat and charge as well, which people forget or run and charge, which people don't see coming. Um, there's there's a load of good good choice in in that, but there's lots of models to choose from. Even griffhounds are really useful. Um, if if you the meta is a lot of pop up units, it's, they're they're quite a good deterrent. Uh, I don't know how effective they are and for the points investment, but obviously they went down in cost, so they become a bit more relevant now. Um, and you know, I think there's definitely legs in some of the war scrolls we haven't seen around much. Um, but I, I I can just say that you know Stormcast will have an have an option. They will always have something that can deal with something. Uh, they they they're not uh, pigeonholed in their their choices. So when you look at some other factions, I mean, for example, if we take Pestilence. You you don't have a big variety of options. Yes, you've got plague claws, furnaces, you know, plague monks, sensor bearers, priests, and a vermin lord. That's in cloaks. It's it. not a lot more to it. They all do similar esque things. I mean, even Bloodbound. If you play Bloodbound, they're all kind of combaty armored dudes. They don't have shooting. Um, yes, you can take skull cannons. Okay. Yes, you could ally something in. But actually, they don't really have it. So you're then thinking, well, okay, well, there's a weakness there. Stormcast have shooting. They 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 have combat. They 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 have a bit of everything. Um, there isn't anything you think, well, I can't get that in my army. And with the ability to ally any order faction in, you can plug that gap if you have it. So the only thing really I think they struggle with is number of more bodies on the table. But it, it's a chaff screen as well. Yeah. But now you can just ally in a chaff screen, so Yeah, just put loads of like, skinks in or, or put yeah. in huntsman or put in any order unit. I mean Eternal uh, what was it we looked at? Was it Eternal Guard? Thirty Eternal Guard? Massive yeah, regiment. Pretty badass. Pretty good. Pretty cheap. Two hundred and ten points for thirty guys. I mean it's not it's not it's not we're gonna break the bank, is it? I mean uh you know, you want those you want have units of twenty guys to score objectives. Well, what is it? Twenty skinks is what, hundred and twenty points? Yeah. Well, that's that's a, a trumping unit that you can put in and, and you could have three of those, um, for three sixty. Um pretty pretty legit use of your points really. Um so I think there's um 
there's definitely a lot of decent choices. Um, but yeah, so best army in Age of Sigmar match play, Stormcast Eternals. You heard it here first. But right now, and we are in what, September? Yep. 2017? Sinch. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of telling. Well, there's two things that are kind of telling. One is that every time we've spoken about a tournament and we've said, so so what's in the running? We will always say, well, Stormcaster in the running. Um, the other thing is, I think both me and Les said on our episode about Blackout, our strategy for facing Disciples at Sinch was to not face them <laughs> beat them <laughs> so they are like i i my army is has a bit more mortal wound resilience than most uh my phoenix army but it's still too much still can't face them um they just tear me to shreds um especially well if played well but even if they're not played well people have got a load of backups <laughs> in their in their dice so disciples are incredibly strong but they're not like a uh I think they're very much flavour of the month strong. I think I don't think there's Stormcast armies that can deal with it. I, I I wouldn't go into a disciples match and think I can't actually deal with this because at the end of the day, if you're worried about the heroes that are doing the spells, doing the damage, I've got the range to deal with heroes at range. Um, you know, I've got units that can shock and awe off units before they can use their ones to get models back. I've got a way to deal with um, mass skyfire spam because I've got the mirror shield um, and staunch defender and fulminators and a star drake. So I'm not. I I actually don't. If I look at playing against disciples, um, either the skyfire or the change host, if I had stormcast, I wouldn't be thinking, "Oh no, this match is so bad. I can't really. It's a hard match. I'm gonna have to play well. I'm gonna need a bit of luck." But that's any army that I take is going to have that same problem and probably more so because I probably don't have the flexibility to deal with some of the stuff that I need to get rid of. But Stormcast have that. So, If you're facing something that's flavour of the month as well and you're playing with an army that you've been playing for a year in various builds, shapes and forms, albeit, then that's an advantage in of itself. Yeah, I've I've taken Stormcast... Every time I've taken Stormcast, I've podiumed. I honestly, I think they're one of the armies that I should be playing. It's, it's what I should be playing. Um, so I, you know, it's kind of from where Age of Sigmar's been changing a lot, and and before it settled down, it's kind of the army that's saying you really should be playing us. You know, this is the army you should be playing. Um, it doesn't mean that you're gonna go onto a table and just shock and all people off with the pure power of your war scrolls or combos because that's not how they work but if you play well make good decisions and have a bit of luck they are a very very formidable army yeah yeah, yeah totally agree there you go so we just thought we'd do a little show on that because it would be quite funny to see what people's reaction would be so uh, tell us what yeah. you think um, yeah, if they're, yeah if they're not the best what is if yeah, you, if you've got a you let us or if you got a build you think is awesome, or you reckon there's a really spicy uh, allies choice, like are you be tearing it up with your fire slayers contingent of 400 points of win? Does that really plug in gaps or something like that? Uh, it'd be interesting to hear about it. 
Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So either um, tell us or show us by uh, podiuming and send us an email and saying, look what I just did. Um, we'd love <laughs> to see it. Um, and also, yeah, if you if you think there's another faction that you think is better, let us know. Let us know what you think. But um, yeah, hopefully this show has been quite, quite fun for you guys to listen to. And uh, hopefully there's been people uh, spitting their tea out or, or uh, sort of sort of complaining at the uh at the, down their head, headphones going no you've you're full of rubbish what are you talking about um but um yeah so that's our opinion on the best army in age of sigma match play thanks for listening cool to make sure you don't miss out on any more hammer to your face subscribe to us on itunes add our rss feed to your reader and follow us on twitter at facehammer underscore we hope you enjoyed the show if you'd like to give us some feedback we'd love to hear from you thanks for listening